Welcome to or back to Holistically You podcast, Food Friday edition. We are taking you into your weekend with a short boost of information where we talk all things new recipes, what's on our plate, quick nutrition tips, and so much more. So sit back, relax, and join us for these special bi-weekly episodes. Happy weekend and happy learning. Ayo, welcome back to another episode of Food Friday. This is the second one. I feel like it's been like a month since I've done this, which is probably true. Since like before the holidays, before Christmas, I feel like that's a whole other lifetime ago. But it's the second week of, or it's the second episode of this week, which is exciting because I missed a whole episode or in a whole week last week. So I feel like I'm, you know, starting to be like, okay, no, 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 we're being consistent here. We're coming out with another, we're continuing this series. I'm excited. These words are a little bit more brief, a little bit more fun and just clear, concise, quick topic, less tangents, more facts, more tips and um, you might like that. That might be right up your alley. That might be what you're exactly looking for. This one, I got a, <laughs> I got 100% on a poll on Instagram for wanting to hear more about competition nutrition. How to eat while traveling, you know, what to order on a travel trip, what I pack in my bag, how you navigate restaurants when you're out on the road, what to kind of order, what I do, the components of a meal everything like that. And I'm super, super excited to kind of get into it because I feel like I've had five years to navigate this and to learn through trial and error what is going to work and what just isn't going to work. And I've, you know, been on both ends of the spectrum where I'm super uber stressed and and now I feel like I'm at the point where I'm pretty sure in my decision making and I'm pretty sure I know what's going to sit well with me and what's going to work for me and what's going to fuel me for my races and for my competition. So here we are. <laughs> here we are on the other side kind of navigating, navigating travel because it can be stressful. You know, we we travel for track. That's if you're a college athlete, you're going to travel for competition. Even if you're a high school athlete, I mean, you're traveling to meets, you're in the car sometimes, you're on the road, you're in a bus. There's a lot of on-the-road nutrition that is honestly very vital to your performance because the hours, the days leading up to a race, leading up to a competition, leading up to a meet, whatever, they're very important. Everything over the course of the week is a whole balance and, you know, the day before the meet, I know it's so stressed, the day before, the 24 hours before is so vital, but it's really that whole week leading up to it and the whole couple days before it. One bad day, you know, isn't going to make or break anything, but it's a whole compilation of all of those days leading up to it. And so you need to be fueling throughout the week to make sure that you're on the right track. Let's say your race is on a Saturday. Yes, Friday is very vital, very important. So is Thursday, so is Wednesday, so is Tuesday. You get my point. So we're just going to dive in and get into the nitty gritty details, kind of on my journey from navigating this process over my college career. So I actually am recording this the night before my first meet of my senior year, which is pretty crazy. I'm pretty nervous right now, but 
talking about things like this kind of eased my stress a little because I realized, you know, this one is not a big travel meet. We only travel two hours in a bus tomorrow. So I was at home. I was able to get all my regular nutrition, regular stuff, and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really nervous. I haven't raced track race in two years since 2020 since 2020, since February of 2020. So it's going to be a new kind of pain tomorrow. I don't know what to expect. I'm very excited, but I'm nervous. And, you know, this is just how the process goes. You got to dip your toe in the water and have a baseline and then you can go up from there. Right? Right? It's all about the process. It's not about the first meet, but it's really just getting experience getting used to that pain, getting used to what's going to sit well with me, the timing of the race, how to navigate, you know, good warm-ups, good nutrition before, everything like that. So it's the night before. What I had for dinner tonight, I actually bumped up my plate a little bit and I think it'll do me well. I did my usual salmon and I marinate it myself. I always get a wild-caught salmon filet when I am at home and I have the luxury of being at home and cooking. And I always cook some sort of vegetable on the side. And tonight it was kale mixed with mushroom and onion. Then I had sweet potato on the side, which is always a staple for me as well. I just chopped some cubes up, had like half of a sweet potato, air fried it. And then I had some leftover. I had like just a couple pieces of this leftover sweet potato ravioli from Whole Foods that I cooked the other day that is super super good but super expensive it was like seven dollars for this pasta but I said eh, fuck it we're gonna do it and it was good so I just had a little bit just for some extra carbs on the side I just had that well-balanced plate I had my carbs that are super vital and super important I had my anti-inflammatory foods with the vegetables and the salmon with those omega-3 fatty acids I had some protein from the salmon as well and you know just some extra vitamins and minerals from all of the different vegetables as well so that was my balanced plate for the rest of the night pretty much going to be hydrating maybe drinking some cherry juice maybe having a little bit extra snack right before I go to bed just so I can wake up and feel fueled and not have to overcompensate right before the race and fill up my stomach too much. So that is what I had tonight. I'm actually in the middle of a draft of a TikTok posting my night before routine. So hopefully that will get released tonight or tomorrow. And that is that. So Let's begin the reason why you're here. Let's get into the competition nutrition. Traveling, it used to stress me out. And I promise you, it was all about learning. Just the basics of how to work the system, what to order, what snacks to bring, how to prepare. Freshman year, we would I would travel a lot. And I traveled almost every meet. And honestly, each one was like a whole huge obstacle in my brain. Because I I was afraid, I was like at the point in my life where I was afraid to pack stuff and like look like I was bringing this huge bag of food. I was so afraid of people being like, why are you bringing all of that? Like we're we're given snacks on the trip. Like, you know, like we go out to restaurants and I didn't want to look like someone who was like uber anal about their food or whatever. And so then I didn't prepare. I didn't bring anything extra on the side with me. And then I was like, you know, I'll just have whatever I have at the the restaurant no that wasn't how my brain worked I tried to I tried to bargain with myself before I left and I would be like oh you'll just have the stuff there but then when I got there I was like "Uh uh-uh 
uh-uh, this is restaurant, I don't know where we are, you're not having this, you're not having this. And you know, there's a way to navigate the restaurants and, and put things together on your plate that will work with you, that will stay true to your goals, that will not upset your stomach, that will, you know, there's different options. And I used to get so stressed, every travel trip was like, I don't maybe know exactly where we're going in like the airport or on the road. Usually the itinerary that's sent out will like tell us the night before, like if we're getting dinner ordered at the hotel, like a buffet, or if we're going to a certain restaurant. So usually I could like look up the menu, kind of prepare it in my mind, kind of have something picked out that just like really helped me. But like as far as like the on the road stuff, it was very confusing and it was very stressful and it's totally normal to be thrown off a little. Like it's changed, right? It's a new routine. There's new places but why let that be the main stress of your travels right i'm going to race i'm going to compete for my school and why am i letting the nutrition aspect hold me back from enjoying the experience like all of the rest of my classmates are in statistics on this friday morning but i'm on a plane to texas a&m to run a race you know like that's so cool and the opportunity is amazing and it's such a blessing to do and it's something that I love to do and I and I live to compete but the fact that it was, it was like the nutrition aspect and the traveling and the food on the travel was stressing me out so much would like take away from the experience and I don't want anyone to go through that I don't want anyone to feel like that when they're on the road and so I'm here to tell you that it's not a biggest deal as your mind is cracking up to be there are options on the road if you don't know what you're gonna have on the bus I usually pack a peanut butter and banana sandwich on my own toast and I always bring that as like a staple item just in case we go to like Subway and that doesn't sit well with me and then I bring some fruit on I always have banana on me I always have extra little like chew energy chews or some cliff bars or some rx bars or lara bars I always have those in my bag I also carry little peanut butter packets so I can have those with a piece of fruit and usually the team will supply like cuties and also like any bar you can imagine. I mean, we're always stocked up and it's important to be prepared. Okay. Insert your, your preferences, your desired food culture, whatever. Those just like work for me, but <clears throat> it's important to be prepared because like I've done it enough times where I have a system down where I have these backup options and it's pretty smooth sailing from there. But I don't want you to get so focused on your options that you're like totally neglecting, you know, being like, oh, I'm not going to eat at this restaurant because like I brought stuff. It's also a team culture thing to sit down with your teammates and enjoy the meal and enjoy the experience. I am so grateful to UC that I, I am able to travel to these these meets and that they pay for these dinners and for me to sit there and just like pick around it. I don't feel like I'm embracing the opportunity as much as I could. So, yes. And I'll, and I'll tell you what I order. I'll tell you, like, what kind of key things to focus on when you order. But, you know, I pack snacks. <laughs> okay? You can never pack enough snacks. I'm not afraid to do that anymore. Because, like I said in the last episode, when I was traveling and I was out with friends, it's not really a fact of I'm trying to control what I'm having. It's just the fact that I'm looking at it as a training tool. So, perfect snacks to pack i would say you know rice cakes and peanut butter peanut butter sandwich on toast fruit and nuts 
trail mix. You know, make your own trail mix. Make it fun. Switch it up per meat. You know, throw some pretzels in there. Throw some dried fruit in there. Bring perfect bars. Those are really substantial. So if you have like four hours in the bus, it's a great snack that can sustain you. Veggies and hummus, if you, you know, have a very long trip and you're not running anytime soon, I would not recommend having veggies right before your run. But, you know, as a in-between kind of thing, a banana or apple with, you know, an RX nut butter or a nut butter packet, you know, even pack drinks. Sometimes I've packed protein drinks like those organ little protein drinks or school gives out like dairy-free muscle milk so I sometimes bring that I'll bring little cherry juices to go I'll bring some kombucha because sometimes my tummy gets a little upset on the bus ride so I like to have a little probiotic with me a little bubbly drink you know sparkling water can also be great those like Pierre or those um uh what is that brand oh my gosh I buy them all the time Oh my god, I'm gonna kick myself. I'm gonna kick myself. It's literally the most basic sparkling water ever. I'm looking up sparkling water. Or like spring water or something. Do, 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 do. It's gonna say LaCroix. I'm not talking about LaCroix. Oh my god, no! Spindrift. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, Pellegrino! <laughs> Pellegrino. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, I always pack that sometimes, especially on a plane ride. That is just perfect because my stomach gets so, I have a very sensitive stomach and it gets so upset on the road, let me tell you. So, you know, anything bubbly like that is going to be, is going to be perfect. I mean, of course, Spindrift and LaCroix are great options too, but those are just the ones that I focus on. You know, Clip Bars, obviously any bar that you're comfortable with. I try to go with the ones that have enough carbs a little bit of protein, a little bit of fat to slow down, slow down the digestion process, you know, to keep me fuller for longer. If you're about to run, I would do something very carb heavy, like a fruit strip, a fruit chew, anything that just has those quick carbs with not a lot of protein or fat, because you don't want to slow that down, especially just being sat on the bus for a while on the plane. Just having that quick energy, if you're just about to do a shakeout when you get back from on the road it's a perfect option of course cuties oranges apples those are all things that keep really well in your bag for a day all great options something like that really just the premise is be prepared it's it's not cool nor really fun to be hangry you know it's not something you should be worried about on a trip you need to be worried about your your tickets making the plane you know which exit to take like there's so many logistics involved and it's your brain's going a million miles a minute. You're thinking about your race. You're thinking about what you need to do at the hotel. You're thinking about when you're shaking out, when you're having dinner. And your brain needs that fuel too. It needs glucose. Glucose, sugar, whatever. It's not just a demon that the media portrays, okay? Glucose or sugar is your body's fuel source. It utilizes it first. The digestion process starts as soon as you put something into your mouth. The saliva in your mouth is actually the first step of the digestion process. Little little fun fact for you. It it it's the first step. It breaks down the food into its components or it starts the process at least breaking down those sugar molecules and you know the sugar molecules go into your bloodstream and the muscles use it. The brain uses it. It's really vital to to function as just a human being. So when you're traveling, especially for a big event like a competition or even just a work or vacation, your brain still needs that fuel. So again, don't go hungry. Don't 
go waiting for a magical healthy food stand to pop up somewhere because it's going to cost you an arm and a leg on the road. I'm telling you right now, um, you know, in my wildest dreams, could I have I like predicted that there would be, you know, a smoothie king right in the airport, right when I need it, right when, you know, don't leave that up to chance. Never go on a trip hungry. The airport is expensive. And when you're in a pinch, you know, your, your flight gets delayed, things happen. You don't want to be left hangry, okay? Feel sluggish or, or break the bank even. So there's been a lot of times where I'm like, no, you know what? I'm, I'm hungry now, but it says we're getting back from the plane at 6 p.m. and we're having dinner right away. And if I were to eat now, you know, that would mean that I would have dinner right after and that just like didn't sit well with me our plane like there's been a million times where it's got delayed and when that situation a few years ago I think of a lot of times where I'm like no no no, I'll just wait I'll just wait I'll just wait we're getting dinner in a few hours like what's the harm things get pushed back you know you can't leave it up to chance and then I'm sitting there starving hungry hangry getting irritable and I'm like, why didn't I just buy the snack? Now I'm sitting on a plane, I'm freaking starving, and we're not going anywhere, and I'm getting really worked up, and it just, it, it takes out of the experience. And I'm telling you right now, to be able to compete, and to be able to run for your school, or represent your school for the sport that you do, or, you know, to be able to travel for work, or for fun, or to see friends, it is a blessing, it is a gift. What did we learn from this past year when the whole world got shut down? You know, the past two years, I can now say that. We don't know when we can travel. We don't know when we can see family again. It's like things like that where it's like, let me just get out of my own way. Let me get out of my own head and just focus on the experience. Use nutrition as a tool, not as a stressor. Okay, so those are little snacks on the road. Now we need to talk meals. Meals can be easy, let me tell you. They may seem complicated, you may not know where you're going, but they can be easy at a restaurant. Remember, you just want to balance plate. Look at your plate as, is this balance? Is this having enough nutrients that I need? There's always going to be a protein that you can choose. There's most likely going to be sides. The typical green beans, broccoli, mashed potatoes, baked potatoes. You can ask for them plain. It's a great way to get in your carbohydrates plus a vegetable. Okay, so right off the bat, you know, sometimes I go mashed potatoes, plain, a baked potato with nothing on it. Give me the steamed vegetables. I'm good to go. Those are my sides. My go-to, so we typically, I don't know about you guys or I don't know about you where you go when you're traveling. Maybe you go to a local restaurant that's really specific, but typically we end up at some sort of chain or at a place that's very similar to a common chain. For instance, Texas Roadhouse, Olive Garden, Chili's, one of those. You know, my go-to at Texas Roadhouse is the salmon entree. You might be being like, what? It's a steakhouse. But they actually have a pretty good salmon dish and they have fresh broccoli. I asked plain, you know, nothing on it. There's um, mashed potatoes. Their mashed potatoes are great, actually. And even a few rolls. Okay, their rolls are bomb. If you're convincing yourself that you don't like them, you're lying to yourself. They're good, okay? And a few rolls will not hurt you. They'll actually probably benefit you in some way because, again, they have those glucose, those sugar molecules. 
My go-to of Olive Garden is the same exact thing. They have a salmon there. Honestly, any of their pasta dishes are great. I just like haven't really experimented with that. I've just typically gone for my salmon, broccoli, and then of course I stock up on all of the the vet or the <laughs> I stock up on all of the breadsticks in the salad because why would you not do that? Why would you pass up an Olive Garden breadstick? I don't know, okay? Um, but anyways, at Chili's, there's some sort of salmon dish. Are we seeing a common theme here? Yes, probably. But salmon doesn't have to be your thing. It could be like chicken. It could be a different fish. It could be a steak. A lot, some of my teammates even have, you know, switch out the salmon for the steak. And they have, you know, the steak, broccoli, mashed potatoes. They have the grilled chicken, broccoli, mashed potatoes, whatever it may be. You know, swap out your preference. But typically, you know, I'll order... At Chili's, like some sort of salmon dish with a side salad, a side of green beans, a side of roasted or baked potato, something of that sort. There's typically going to be options you can mix and match. Don't be afraid to ask the waiter. Don't be afraid to, to switch some things around. Every restaurant has a little variety to it, but they all pretty much break down to the same thing. I, <laughs> and this is actually a recent example, we went to this restaurant that this past year and it was like a privately owned little italy type place and they did not they this is like one of the rare circumstances where they didn't have a lot of options and i mean it was basically like not gluten-free noodles cheese on every possible dish and might I remind you, I do cheese does not settle well with me. I do not eat cheese. I will not experiment with that before I race. I just I won't mess with it. And <laughs> I could have definitely panicked at this opportunity or this this situation that presented itself. You know, I could have not ordered anything. I could have just ordered the salad. But I was about to race a 6K the next day. And <laughs> I was about to compete. It was a really hard course. There was a huge hill. I would have had to use all of my reserves instead of the energy that I put into my body and you, you can't just ex order a salad and expect to be fine so what I did was I ordered plain spaghetti noodles um, with a plain red sauce and I added shrimp on top and then I got a, go a side salad because there is always going to be one <laughs> no matter where you go even if it's like iceberg lettuce and one carrot on it or I, whatever I don't care I ordered that so I'd have my vegetable that I'm used to and of course I had some pieces of the French bread that they served at the beginning. So it wasn't my usual, but it did the job. I always like to have a little seafood. That's just up my alley. I could have put chicken on it if I wanted to, but I really didn't. I wasn't feeling it in that moment. I got my carbohydrates in. I got my vegetables in. I got my protein and I even enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was at this little authentic cute little place. And instead of freaking out, instead of going to the bathroom and panicking and and not experiencing this moment with all of my teammates, I made the adjustments that I needed to to stay true to my goals and stay true to the competition and to fuel my body in the right way, but not in a stressful way, in a way that I could kind of take a breath and be like, I can figure this out. I can switch around things. I can switch it up for just this once and I can make some adjustments and still survive and still be alive the next day to live to tell about it okay one of the one of the killer 
parts, you know, about struggling with food or, or knowing what to have is the decision process. I am horrible at decisions. I seriously, it can be debilitating at, for me sometimes. Not really so much anymore to the extreme extent that it was, but decisions around food used to like paralyze me. Like I would come home from school and this would be like in high school. I would come home from school, from practice and like stare at the cupboard for at least 10 minutes because I couldn't decide what to have. My brain would veto every option. (laughs) It would be like, no, no, we're not having, nope, nope, don't even, don't even think about it. And then, so I would just resort to choosing nothing. And that was just the cycle that I would go through. It would be so exhausting to make a decision. So I would throw my hands up in the air and say, fuck it. I'm not going with anything. So, you know, same thing went for restaurants for me. If I didn't look at the menu ahead of time, I would literally like panic and take way too long to decide. I would think everyone was looking at me and I would, I would just start to freak out and then I would go with some poor option like the superfood salad with one piece of kale, two pearls of quinoa and a broccoli stock. And then I wouldn't be fueled for the activity for the next day. Or I would, you know, dwell on what I should have ordered. And then have my, like, have that thought consume me the whole night. You know, be like, oh my god, you ordered this? You or- Why did you do that? You should have ordered this. Oh my god, she got that. You should have ordered that. What were you thinking? You know, it'd be, it would be so debilitating. And saying it out loud, you know, makes it seem so irrational. Like when I'm talking about this, I'm literally thinking like, what the fuck? Like, why did I, why would I go through that? Why would I put myself through that? And I realized that, but in the moment, it did not seem that way. It did not seem irrational. It it was a pressing issue. It was a big issue. And I, and I didn't feel like it was a distortion at all. And so many people experience this decision paralysis, I think. I've, I've seen it so many times. And I've witnessed people just throwing in the towel and being like, forget it. I don't know what to get. I don't know what I want. I'll just, you know, go with a house salad, I guess. And you, you feel the pressure of everyone looking at you and, and asking what you got and waiting on you to make a decision. And, you know, it's not your fault, right? Like, it's a sensory overload. And it's sometimes like your brain is just so hungry and tired and making a sound rational decision just takes so much energy. So let's avoid that, shall we? Let's avoid that this year. Let's come prepared. Let's come in knowing that no matter what you order, it will never be perfect, okay? But it should sustain you. It should be enough for you. And it should allow you to nourish your body. Remember, you won't be able to control what's on your plate, okay? When you're on the road, you won't always be able to control the options that are presented to you, how they make it, what they cook it in, all of that. But you can control the choices that you make. You can control the options of what you choose. And eating out and eating on the go, it doesn't have to be that stressful. It doesn't have to be all that complicated. It doesn't have to leave you too full or leave you too hungry. 
think of the components of the meal. What can you make with the options that you have? Can you put a carbohydrate on your plate? Yep, check. Can you put a source of protein on your plate? You can? Cool, check. Can you put a fruit or vegetable on your plate? Awesome. Let's go with that and do your best. Because remember, no one is perfect. I'm not perfect. I've gone through five years of college and I still sometimes have those weird moments of being like, oh, okay, so there's no salmon. All right, cool. Yeah, Um. I don't know. Go back to, come back to me. You know, no one is perfect and there's no such thing as a perfect meal. No one person can order the best thing at the table. And trust me, no one else around the table is really overanalyzing the decision like you are. They're not overanalyzing your plate. They're not judging you. Take a breath and order the components, bring snacks, be prepared, just have fun with it and enjoy the traveling experience. It's racing season. It's indoor season. It's going to be outdoor season soon. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. Let's crush our competitions and let's use nutrition as a tool, not a stressor. Okay. Okay. I promised I'd keep it brief. So that's it for me today on our second Food Friday episode. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you feel a little bit better about navigating travel and the food options and the decisions that it brings. So be sure to check my episode, my weekly episodes on Tuesdays and now some Fridays. So share this with a friend, save and subscribe. Seriously, save this episode so you can go back to it when you're on the road or anything like that. Or anytime you're on the travel trips and the traveling and you are feeling a little stressed, a little overwhelmed and you kind of forget what options to bring. Save the episode, subscribe to them and let me know what else you want to hear in the future. All right. So I love you. Have a great weekend. Crush your competitions. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.